everyone. Welcome to St. Codependencia. This is a podcast about all things mental health, in particular codependency. My name is Courtney Coleman, and I'm your host. Thanks so much for joining me today. There's a lot going on in the world now. Woo, y'all. It's real. And I have really, really, really been going inward and digging deeper into myself. Meditations have been so crucial for me recently. And in fact, I want to tell everybody because I've been sending so many meditations out to people who have been contacting me and sending ones for different people that have different things going on in their lives. And there's so many on this app, Insight Timer. I am obsessed with this app. I'm not being paid, although Insight Timer, if you guys want to pay me, that's great. But it is a free app and I created a St. Codependencia playlist. So if you download the app and go to the playlist and search St. Codependencia, I've put all the meditations that I've been doing recently, all of my favorites, uh, all my favorite teachers, the ones that I've been doing with my kids at night have been so amazing. My kids love meditating before bed. It's really, really, really like helped our everyday routine with regulating all of our emotions. So please check that out. Also, guys, please like me on Facebook. Please write a comment. Tell your friends. Please share if you wouldn't mind. I would love to get into some more ear holes. And so I'm asking to please spread the word because I feel like there's a lot of people that really need um, some love and light right now. All right. So today's analogy is trick candles. <laughs> you know. Trick candles, yuck, 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 yuck. One of those whoopee cushion type joke props. And it's just really funny because they'll never go out. You just keep blowing them out, lighting back up. And I have a surprise for everyone. I'm not sure if you know, but congratulations because you yourself are a trick candle. (laughs) God has designed us all to be children of light and we have a light within us. And when we are living in our authentic purpose, when we are our authentic selves, we are shining that God-given light. There are people, and I'm included in this, all humans go through periods of darkness and they go through periods of time when they themselves might be blowing out other people's lights. Because when you are in pain, it may not be conscious, maybe subconscious, but you are blowing out your own light and you're blowing out others too. And you can see it all over. Just turn on the news. I mean, geez, that's why I can't. Because I have been so focused on keeping my candle lit, (laughs) guys. And think about a schoolyard. Think about little kids. There are always those kids that are going around just being mean for no reason, just blowing out people's candles. There's something so amazing that I realized this week. No matter what happens, no matter what event occurs, no matter what argument goes down, no matter what words are said to you or from you, no matter how much guilt or shame you have for your past or present actions, you can always go to God and say, please light my candle again. And he will boop, light that trick up. <laughs> you just got to ask him. You just got to ask and it'll light right back up. And sometimes it lights up and you don't know, but you can feel it energetically. And maybe this is a visual. And I think this could be really helpful for children or just, you know, anyone. Just think about it. Think about everybody being a candle and somebody, you know, just who's being yucky, ugly, dark, spilling their own emotions on people. That would be the equivalent of just going around, just blowing people's candle out. It's really important to 
create a space for you and your children so that your candles can stay lit. You know what I mean? You know, you would hope that, you know, every now and then your kid's candle is going to get blown out, but you really hope it's not getting blown out all the time. And there are some kids that can't, their candles are just blown out all the time. They're being abused emotionally, physically, sexually, whatever, or they're being neglected or they're being silenced and manipulated. And I didn't know, but my light was shining sometimes, but there was a lot of times it was it was dark. And um, there was a lot of emotions that were blowing out my light from the caregivers around me. And now I'm very, very conscious of it. And I can go to God anytime my candle gets blown out by anything. And this is where meditation has come into my life in such a huge, massive way, because that's what helps me get. It's like a lighter. <laughs> it's like a meditation is like a lighter for me I Can breathe. And I can literally have this library. I mean, this, I know there's so many awful things about this day and age, but there are so many wonderful things. And at your fingertips, you could literally just search anything that you are struggling with. The, the library that they have of meditations. I mean, you can you can do a meditation for physical illness, for anxiety, for abundance, for stress relief, for healing, for sleep, for children. It's amazing. And you can and, and use the filters, guys, because that's so amazing. Sometimes I really need to ground myself. I really need to let my snow globe settle, but I don't have a lot of time. So I'll search for like an under five minute meditation and it'll it'll come up with that in the most popular order. It's amazing. I'm, I, I can't I can't sell it enough. It's a really beautiful thing because we don't know what the future holds. It's unknown and you have to trust whatever happens, you can go to God and get that candle lit up again. And if you're with someone in relationship, whether it be a parent, sibling, spouse, child, anybody that is constantly blowing out your light, then you need to figure out how how either to let them, that person know that they're doing that and set a boundary so that they cannot do that anymore. And then hopefully allow them to understand why they are acting the way that they are acting, but you are not responsible and you cannot light anyone else's candle for them. My dad taught me so much. His whole life and the whole struggle I went through, I tried so hard to save him. I tried so hard and I couldn't. There was nothing I could do. I'm not, I'm not going to sit around trying to light other people's candles anymore. <laughs> who don't want them lit. Some people are just going to stay in the dark and that's their choice. We are all humans created with free will. So you were on a personal path and I'm on a personal path to light and love. And this is what has been helping me get more and more of it in my life. And I wish nothing but love and light for all of you. So one thing that leads me to is alcohol. It blows out flames, guys. It, it blows out candles. And you can tell yourself that it doesn't. And you can argue, yeah, if you have a very healthy relationship, moderate relationship with it, then you're probably like not, you're, you're not really invested in this information anyway, because you're probably a really balanced person that doesn't need mental health podcasts. <laughs> but mental health is for everyone. And I know very few people who have a really good, healthy, balanced life. There's a lot of people that are doing really wonderful things, but balance isn't something, especially Americans. Shoot. Americans, like, 
they have they have totally redefined the land of opportunity. You can you can chase your dreams, you can you can do whatever you want. You can create success in your life, you can you can get rich if you want, but that doesn't guarantee happiness. I was watching a documentary on Hulu. It was really good on Alexander McQueen, the fashion designer. He was wow, what what a brilliant mind, but he was tortured and so and and he he really really tapped into his darkness to create art. And a lot of people who experienced trauma, which he did, he was abused in childhood and never ta- and never spoke about it and never talked about it until like way later in life. And also had witnessed a lot of domestic and violence in his in his childhood. And I say all this because he reached the pinnacle of the fashion world. He was the most sought after. He had everything. He had money, anything he wanted. And everyone in the documentary said that the more money he had, the more success he had, the less happy he was. And the darker he got out of the pressure to just keep pumping out this outrageous creative art. And he would just pour himself into it. And like he sacrificed himself, literally. He took his own life, you know, but he that was what he gave to the world. And so you have to realize sometimes you are exchanging your life for something and you don't know it. So balance is key. And meditation helps me come back to that core of, okay, I know I have a ton I'm doing, but I am, I am not here to, to, to save the world's problems or to get everything done. I am here to love and be loved. So that includes yourself. And so that's when you have to say, I am going to go and I'm going to spend some time and ask God to light my candle. And there are, again, there are things that can help you remove yourself from situations that are blowing out your candles. Like I said, alcohol and drinking a whole lot, whether you want to admit it or not, is is not benefiting you. It's not benefiting your body. It's not benefiting your life. If you use it for like social networking and doing all of that stuff, like sure. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. But if you're using it to define yourself and to make your make yourself feel like you can have fun and drown out the stuff that is consuming you, it's not going to end well. And I'm saying this because there's so much hope, but you got to remove yourself from situations where your your candle keeps getting blown out. We are creatures of habit and we're patterned. And on top of that, there's subconscious things that are planted in us. So that's why we really need help to navigate this stuff. You know, I, I don't, I couldn't do it on my own. I'm not doing it on my own. Yeah. And everyone is given this light. And it's like, how sad is it that some people go their whole lives without it being lit? Because when you're shining, that's when you're giving, that's what when you're doing what God created just you to do, just you. You have a specific flame that can that can shine in just a very singular way, just like your fingerprint. And that's the same as your light from God. And it's like, God wants you to shine. And it is really sad when I think of the people that I know and love that I think spend most of their life with their candle blown out. But this is the great thing. Once you have the awareness, once you know that God has designed you to be a damn trick candle, you can just go pop, pop in somewhere, do a quick meditation, light your shit up and get on with your life because you need to shine that light. Shine your light, please. God created you to. Don't let things blow out your candle, okay? Figure out a way to get your 
candle lit because God wants you to. He wants to see you succeed, thrive, love life. This is this is not only a suffering experience. There is light and love out there and it has to come and it has to start from within us. So think about that today. And I hope that your light is shining bright. One, two, three. Baby bonus this week. Beanbag chairs. Chase, my little one, my little man, had, I say had because it's past tense, occupational therapy. He had extrasensory needs. He had a speech delay. We're working through all of that. But in the pandemic, I had to take over all of his therapy online and do like six classes a week for occupational therapy, child development, and speech therapy with him. And Trying to get him to do all these things over the computer was really difficult. But the one thing that he needs is physical outlets. He needs really healthy ways to get sensory input that he isn't being shamed for or like damaging the house. So beanbag chairs were a really great way for us to get him that input. So I started buying them and we have them all over the house. I love them. I sit in them all the time. And I was thinking this week about when I was in meditation, just thinking about how it's helped me so much and what what I'm really tapping into mentally. What I saw is kind of like an airport lounge, if you think about it like think about the first class vip like you are a hot roller okay you have all access for me the most luxury is a chair that completely encompasses you just like a beanbag chair so my little sister has this like really furry shaggy one from pottery barn every time i go to my mom's house i bring it down and i lay in it and i love it and maybe i have sensory needs and i've just never really known known about it before because it has been something people were very in tune with but I myself really love sensory furniture and bedding, pillows, blankets. I love things being very comfortable to touch and feel. And my son is the same way. If you think about your mental headspace as a lounge and everybody has different lounges, some of them are the first class VIP ones and some of them are like the smoking room. Remember when they used to have smoking rooms inside airports? How disgusting that was. Oh my God. It was like a hot box. (gasps) It was awesome awful. I mean, maybe they still have them, but I mean, it just, the whole thing is just so suffocating, right? That's how it is in some people's heads mentally. B, sometimes it might feel like your headspace sometimes. And these headspaces can change. And so once we can think about them like this, like maybe it can help you shift around some thoughts so that it will help you transition through some emotions maybe in a better way. So think about this lounge that you have and everybody has a chair. Some people have nice ones. Some people have a super nice one. Some people have regular run-of-the-mill, just airport chair, nothing special, no biggie, simple. Well, mine would be a beanbag chair because I just love to be completely comforted. And that's what meditation has been for me emotionally. It's been like an emotional beanbag chair for me. I was really digging deeper into this concept and kind of landed on the fact that safety is such a huge driving, I think, force in our emotional state, in our our headspace. And the level of safety 
that you feel is going to have a direct relationship with your the quality of your headspace. The more perceived threats that you feel that are going to come at you, whether it be from people emotionally or your environment or in public or whatever is threatening to you, the level of safety you feel is going to say how well your headspace is doing. The safety aspect was not there for me when I was growing up. I, I was not safe. And so that is really something in my recovery that I've had to create. And I think a lot of people, without knowing that they've never had a safe space, they've never had a place that really felt like like there was actually no perceived threats. There were no threats coming at them. Like this is the first time in my life that I am in a safe space emotionally. Like I can feel like I'm an emotionally in a beanbag chair that's totally comfortable. You know, there's some people who are in that smoking room and some janky ass chair and and they're like, what are you doing over there? I'm like, don't worry about me. All good over here. Just keep on. Stay over there. Stay over there in your gross room. And I know there's a lot going on in the world, y'all. There's a lot. And it's very difficult to know what to intake. That's your call. But it will affect your lounge. I'm just saying. Think about that. We don't know what's coming. We don't know how the world is going to be in five years, 10 years. All we know is today. So I'm making my chair, my mental lounge, and awesome. You can too. And that's what I I encourage everyone to do today. Go do some uh, chair shopping, (laughs) y'all. All right, y'all. That's the message for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave me a review if you don't mind. I would love to hear your feedback and I'll talk to you soon. Please be advised that I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I have any degrees in mental health. I strongly encourage everyone to seek out the care of a mental health professional. And as always, go find your light and where you begin is within. Bye.